Paul Daniels of the Involved Group. Yes, we've morphed a little since I last spoke to you, and we now incorporate involved investors, involved innovations, and involved experts. And if you want to learn more about that, do visit our website on www.involvedinvestors.com. It's going to change to Involved Group. I'll let you know when. And incidentally, I would really welcome your comments. I get some and they're very valuable to me, your comments on my podcasts. Today, we're going to talk about human beings and animals. You think that's anthropology, way outside my business remit. Not at all. Stick with me and you'll find out why. Are human beings with our big brains and powers of reasoning and communication superior to animals? Not in my book, we're not. Whales, dolphins, crows, parrots and apes all communicate in complex language, just as an example. Whales can communicate across oceans. Eagles can see eight times further than human beings can, and in far more detail, they can see a rabbit two miles away. Dolphins have larger brains than human beings, and brains more powerful than all other animals. Chimpanzees can learn sign language to communicate with us. A dog's sense of smell is between, wait for it, 10,000 and 100,000 times stronger than ours. Is our emotional development stronger than animals? Have you ever seen elephants grieving the loss of an infant? I don't think it is. I think it's different. Human science is evolving, but we still don't have the answers to the big questions. What is life, that spark of life? How is the universe infinite in size? Is there life elsewhere? This podcast is inspired by a word I heard for the first time only a few weeks ago. You may have heard it already. And it's pretty obvious, if you think about it, what it means. The word is biomimicry. Biomimicry. It describes a study of nature. Nature which has adapted to this world over 3.8 billion years and encapsulates the behaviour of plants, animals and other organisms, which help protect them from danger and increase their survival rates. Biomimicry is the science of applying nature-inspired design to solve human challenges and problems. And we have lots of those. Business, and here we get to it, is about finding solutions to human needs and desires. Biomimicry is probably the most important, least exploited science of all. The most valuable source of future new products. The following examples give us all huge encouragement. I'm going to tell you about them. Firstly, the challenges and then the solutions which have come from nature. Firstly, humans needed to produce climbing pads, which were capable of bearing human weights and allowed human beings to climb up vertical walls. A study of the pads on gecko feet, the 14,000 hairs which each pad contains, allowing them to stick to the walls 
gave the solution. When the bullet train was being designed, they wanted, of course, to find the most aerodynamically efficient shape, particularly for the nose. They copied the kingfisher's beak. The kingfisher has a long beak, it flies very fast, and it has a very slim body. This is exactly what they were looking for, and it worked. And way back when the Wright brothers flew in a machine heavier than air for the first time ever, they had copied pigeons in flight. There was a challenge to cut down erosion on wind farm masts at sea. They were corroding very quickly because of the seawater. And they've now set them in the formation of whale pods swimming because whales have worked out the least lines of resistance. They were looking to replace zips with fabric fastening and unfastening devices which were easy and strong. And Velcro was developed from burrs on dogs' coats. Can we harvest drinking water in the desert? The Namib water beetle can. It has bumps on its back on which fog collects and drips down channels to its mouth. There's a lot of work in progress to replicate that in materials which can collect water and bring water from the fog which collects at night in deserts. Watch this space. Plumbing systems typically involve right angle turns. They're built to go in buildings which typically are angular and the plumbing systems replicate that in the walls of the buildings. Is it the most efficient method? No. The most efficient method for the distribution of liquid is found in a leaf. It's also found in the human lung and in animal lungs. It is, of course, the capillary system. And they're working now on introducing the capillary system to plumbing designs in the walls and less angulated than the previous present systems are. This will save hugely on water flowing more easily and not having to hit walls and turn. Injection needles for human beings and animals were developed from the study of the mosquito proboscis. Swimsuits, aircraft and ships have all benefited enormously from a study of shark skin. Sharks were swimming our oceans before dinosaurs roamed the lands believe it or not. They are the most efficient swimmers. Shark skin is formed of a series of overlapping denticles. The shape of these denticles are indented into the paint on the external walls of aircraft and on ship's hulls where it reduces corrosion hugely and the need to have ship's bottoms scrubbed at regular intervals certainly annually. And it's also been used in the development of Olympic swimwear and enables swimmers to swim faster. New weapon technology is coming, regrettably, from nature. And one example is from the study of swarms, insect swarms. Swarm drone technology is here already 
It was first used to attack two Russian military bases in 2018. I didn't know that, did you? The Gherkin building in the City of London has an unique cooling system and that was inspired by termite mound cooling systems and also by the Venus flower basket sponge which survives at great depth in the oceans. Take a look at the Mercedes new bionic car design. It's not very low and flashy. It doesn't look like a sports car. It's actually based on the boxfish because the boxfish has been found to have very low drag, strong rigidity, low weight and therefore low fuel consumption. And the humpback whale is an amazing animal and has contributed hugely to wind turbine efficiency. It's 36 tonnes and 50 foot in length, and yet it can turn more sharply with less drag than other fish. It grips the water. And how does it do that? It does that through bumpy protrusions on the front flippers. Adding these to turbine blades gives 32% less drag. How wonderful. Slippery liquids are important for certain things, for solar panels, camera sensors. And the answer to these was provided by the pitcher plant, which has very slippery surfaces on the top of its circular leaves in which water resides. The slippery surfaces induce the insects to slip and fall into the water where they're eaten by the plant. We are using that in all sorts of ways. I've already mentioned solar panels and camera sensors. They're even planning to spray it onto toilet surfaces so the water flows more efficiently and ultimately less water is required. So there are some examples. I could say so much more, but I could also point you in other directions, in other industries, for example, in architecture. Have you seen the Sagradia Familia Cathedral in Barcelona? It's absolutely awesome. Inspirational. It invites prayer. It's inspired by a forest. Tree-like columns branch off at the top near the roof for support. And between the skylights, there are green and gold glass windows to reflect the light, like dappled sunlight through the trees. It's amazing. Another example, I could have chosen the Sydney Opera House, of course, but the Milwaukee Art Museum, it's an amazing building. It's got a huge 90-ton sunscreen roof. It's reminiscent of great white wings opening and closing. Inspiration in construction from nature is everywhere, and the more there is, the better, as far as I'm concerned. So, whatever industry you're in, Whatever challenges you're looking to meet, I suggest you take a leaf first from the natural world, which has taken some higher power 3.8 billion years to develop. Maybe one day we'll even learn the nature of that higher power. But that's a whole other subject, and it's not my remit. I hope you've enjoyed that dip into nature, and it's made you think. Think about the applications in your industry, which could apply, and then study them. You'll find that they're being studied 
and developed scientifically somewhere in the world. And if not, go to a university and suggest it. Have fun, dip into nature, and good luck. Cheers. Thank you.